Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 221. Your best idea can come at any time. This is what living is. And uh, we're going to do another visit to Rick Rubin, The Creative Act, A Way of Being. For those asking or wanting to know, show notes, you will find the recommended reading list and you will see the book in there among the uh, uh, many other great books, some others that I'm going to be doing some uh, some snippets on coming up. Now, your best idea can come at any time. I was reading a chapter in the book, 24-7, staying in it. We're going to get into it here in a minute. But I like how he addresses the creative and the creative life. I believe we all have this. Your best idea can come at any time. And I believe the more present we are at living our life the more likely to understand this concept that your best idea can come at any time. First of all, let's talk about what are all these ideas that are always floating in your mind. Now, you may be in a completely different field, doing a completely different set of uh, disciplines and a different type of career path, yet you have all of these constant ideas for other areas completely unrelated. And that can be scary as hell if you're not like aware of why that might be a that that's a possibility you might think you know what now that's like that's ludicrous that's ridiculous in fact i even did a post i might as well read this to you guys uh i did a post and i talked a little bit about this on a previous podcast but it's going to feel ridiculous until it feels miraculous do it anyways it's going to feel crazy until it feels genius do it anyways it's going to feel hopeless until it feels blessed do it anyways It's going to feel uncertain until it feels non-negotiable. Do it anyways. And for those of you wondering about that one, uncertain, like you're not really sure you're, you know, it seems a little bit all over the place. Anything can happen. And then you're so far in it that you're like, nah, I'm never turning back. I'm not stopping from this. No one's going to get me off path. The distance between those two varies for each person, by the way. And then uh, I also said, it's going to feel awkward until it feels visionary. Do it anyways. And then I ended with, it's going to feel impossible until it feels it was written. Do it anyways. Your best idea can come at any time. This is not by accident. Now, do you want to speed some of that up? Let's talk about this. First, let me read this excerpt from Rick Rubin's book, The Creative Act, A Way of Being, page 295. The chapter is called 24-7, Staying in It. Now, you know me. I will break down some of this. It's just one page. Uh, And then it ends with a, uh, a quote. And then I have four key points I want to bring up. So he says, the artist's job is never truly finished. In many occupations, when we go home, we leave our work behind at the office. The artist is always on call. Even after we get up from hours engaged in our craft, the clock is still running. What I would like to insert here about the artist is that, again, you may, you may love being a CPA, an engineer, I mean, you guys are your artists with numbers, your artists with uh, with machinery, your artists with. I mean, engineers are like architects. <laughs> I know they're different. I'm just saying. Um, you may be in your thing as a farmer. You may be in your thing at whatever it is. 
if you're if you're really in that thing, that's what you love. You're an artist on it. That's why, you know, you may still be problem solving or thinking through all these other angles hours after you're off the clock, right? And he says, this is because the artist's job is of two kinds, the work of doing and the work of being. Creativity is something you are, not only something you do. It's a way of moving through the world every minute, every day. If you're not driven to an unrealistic standard of dedication, it may not be the path for you. So, my friends, okay, this is a very important point I want to bring up, meaning if you are in what might not be deemed as the arts or like writing and creativity or whatever, again, that's why I bring up all professions. I love business. I think business is art. I think accounting is art. I think operations is art. Systems, are you kidding me? Talk about watching the ultimate sophistication of simplicity and efficiency happening for your systems, for your creativity, your business. I mean, that was the whole reason I created Right Design Build Workshop, also linked in the show notes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Art is in everything, right? And so, but if you're not driven um, to an unrealistic standard of dedication, it may not be the path for you. If you are a dedicated lawyer, a dedicated doctor, a dedicated engineer, your traditional, what has been traditional societal routes of success, but you're dedicated to it and it's amazing to you, you're on your path. That That is your path. That is the niche of you, right? And I like that he says it's a way of moving through the world every minute, every day, because you're probably always thinking about numbers, always thinking about healing people, always thinking about building stuff. Now, if you're not, and you're having ideas of other things, you might want to explore those on the side before completely abandoning like what you're currently doing. But you want to feel in anything that there's this unrealistic standard of dedication. I love my work. I love my writing. I love my podcasting. I love my uh, design work. I love my marketing. I love my business. I love my community. I love all you got. Like everything I do online has to be all about the details consistently. I cannot stop thinking about building. I love it. And because I'm always then on that path, my best idea can come at any time. My more ideas and more ideas. And the reason why I said this is what living is, is because when you are on path, you are, when you are more likely on your path, you are constantly dedicated to something bigger. And in doing so, who you keep becoming every single day to meet that, those levels, this is living. It's, and it's not just this discipline of like constantly bettering your work. It's better understanding life. It's being present. It's being, it's listening. The ability to listen to others, listen to the world talking, you listen to God. This is living. And he says, so much of the artist's work is about balance. So it's ironic that this way of life leaves little room for it. Where I challenge that a little bit, and I get what he's basically saying is because it's always among us. It's always within us. That's why the, the difference between when you're on path, like, and I talk about this a lot, like when people say, oh, it's the weekend, what are you doing? I'm like, more of the same. I love what I do. Now, I do take one day off a week. I do six days of work, one day of rest, right? Sound like something, <laughs> you know, I take six days of work, one day of rest. But the weekend and the weekdays are all the same. I love my work. I'm not separated from my life. 
I, again, I get that traditionally the weekends are a time for, you know, because everybody rests, whether you're liking what you do or not. But I'm just saying that it's not so much balance as much as creating harmony in your life, which we've talked about on other podcasts. Harmony being like, if I'm present and I like what I'm doing and I like what I'm going after and I like building all of these things, then every day is about how I am structuring my day and my life. Now also referencing the show notes again because the, the reverse engineer workshop, the clarity workshop teaches that. That's like, what does your average perfect day look like? Well, then go live it. So he says, once you acquiesce to the demands of the creative life, it becomes a part of you. Even in the midst of a project, you, you still look for new ideas each day. Happens to me all the time. That's why I keep my notion next to me. At any moment, you're prepared to stop what you're doing to make a note of a drawing or capture a fleeting thought. It becomes second nature and we're always in it every hour of the day. Staying in it means a commitment to remain open to what's around you. Paying attention and listening, looking for connections and relationships in the outside world, searching for beauty, seeking stories, noticing what you find interesting, what makes you lean forward, and knowing all of this is available to you next time you sit down to work where the raw data gets put into form. This is why I'm always taking notes, why I always have my notion next to me, why I'm always you know, um, mood boarding things that I find. So when, when a lot of people consume content on Instagram, I actually mood board it. What I do is I find stuff that... Um, it either inspires me for writing, inspires me for designing the apparel, inspires me for uh, ad creative, inspires me for community building, inspires me for homes, cooking, like nutrition, everything. I save it and then I create mood boards inside of Instagram allows you to, to create different boards to save different posts. So my consumption is for inspiration, right? But it's everywhere. He says, paying attention, listening, looking for connections, right? Um, there is no telling where that next great story, painting, recipe, or business idea is going to come from. Just as a surfer can't control the waves, artists are at the mercy of the creative rhythms of nature. This is why it's such of such great importance to remain aware and present at all times, watching and waiting. And he finishes with, maybe the best idea is the one you're going to come up with this evening. This is what I mean. When you are living your life and part of living your life is a dedication to your gifts and, you know, tinkering and discovering and figuring out what those gifts can do that light you up and, you know, contribute value, which we all can, you will realize that you're in it at all times and that you're much more present. This is what living is. So. The points I wanted to bring up are this. The first one is this. We must take more time to be who we really are if we are to see what we can really do. We must take more time to be who we really are if we are to see what we can really do. There's a lot in there. If I am taking more time to understand my talents, what I like, my natural curiosities, my interests, what my natural roles are, what works for me, what doesn't work for me, what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses, who do I naturally work better with, where do I like to, uh, to spend my, my time, what do I naturally uh, feel drawn to when I'm out there in the world, what, do I, what captures my eye, captures my ear, what constantly am I naturally, intuitively curious about. If we take more time to be who we really are and understanding all those things, I might be able to see what I can really do. We all can. That's the point. That's why your best idea can come at any time. This is what living is. 
Second point, our best ideas come from living, not robotically answering to the drains and repetitive nature of others. It's a big one. We all have to um, interact with society and learn grace and boundaries and discernment. And we have to be patient with ourselves and with others. And we have to be both givers and receivers. And we have to communicate. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot here. But if you are robotically answering to the drains and repetitive nature of others, whether it be your job, your environments, your people around you, whatever it might be, it's a lot harder to feel your best ideas coming at any time. You have to live. Here's an, an ironic point. When I go do like cold plunges or infrared, when I drive listening to music, when I'm in the shower, we've talked about this also in the podcast before, but when I'm doing all these things other than, than my work is where I'm getting some of my greatest ideas. When I'm in um, awesome conversations with people or going to collaborative or co-working or creative spaces, more comes through, more comes through, right? I'm living or your natural ability to be like, you know what, I wanna get my health better. And then you start working on nutrition, you start working, going to the gym or having a trainer and you start learning all these things. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're building on your, your internal health and your external body. And then all of a sudden that leads to other ideas. And the possibilities for your life are limitless when you give yourself the, capa- the, the permission, I should say, really to do so. Stop robotically answering to the drains of the world. Start asking the right questions internally and answering the right curiosities. Third point, life is three-dimensional. So if you're not interconnecting all the pieces, find out what's distracting you from doing so. That's a big one. What do I mean? It would be easy from the outside to people say, you do a lot of things. However, I can point to them and say, they're all connected and they are all actually Um, extracting from my unique talents and I'm using those talents in multiple interests. That's the only thing. So that to a distracted person looks distracting. That's the irony. But to me, I'm like, no, actually this makes perfect sense. I like, I used to work with big brands and helping them do all things digital Um, And I was copywriting for them on a lot of their campaigns. I love writing. I was um, working with the UI, UX. Those are the the graphic designers of the sites on how things should look aesthetically because I'm like, ooh, like this is the emotion that, you know, people will be able to understand it based off of like what, you know, you're trying to relay because I understood people's emotions. I was also a writer. So, of course, I understand that, you know. Um, And then because I worked with a lot of like luxury and fashion brands, um, I was always around craftsmanship. So it makes sense why I was always around design and aesthetic. All these things are all interconnected. Some people are like, oh, you have like all these different things. It's like, no, it's just one big ecosystem that I've created for myself. And I'm living within the ecosystem of what I want to create. And that and it's all interrelated. And by the way, like any of you in building your personal brand, if anything you do basically ripple is a ripple effect to everything else that you do, then it's all staying within the ecosystem of who you are, right? 
I'm going to do another podcast episode on this. The final point I want to bring up is it's not a creative life that gives you more freedom, but a present and disciplined one. Creativity is just a byproduct. Yes, being creative is very free, but without discipline, it could be very scattered. It's not a creative life of like, oh, I'm just going to sit around and paint and not have like any responsibility and whatnot. And, you know, I mean, and maybe that does work for some. I, I haven't really... I'd love to know how they do that. <laughs> but like what I have noticed is that when I'm more present and disciplined, I understand what I'm doing with my day. I understand what I am working on to get rid of bad habits, to get ready to make room for better habits. I am setting aside time for the things that matter. I'm setting aside time for my creativity. I'm setting aside time for the right people. Being disciplined and present allows more of this creativity to come through versus like, you know how you hear sometimes and maybe you guys experience this too like oh i'm just waiting for creativity to strike before i do anything i mine happens every single day i've been building it as a muscle and that's what i want for all of you you can build it as a muscle the more you are in it the more it keeps coming at any time this is what living is right that's the whole point if I create, if I'm creating my life through discipline and in the right routines and rituals every day of like, when I say rituals, again, what I mean, you know, from, um, setting up my area to like making sure I go outside for walks to my workouts, all these different things, right. All the things that help lead to, uh, create my day. Then yeah, more and more creativity comes through every single day. I have it scheduled Monday through, well, I take Saturdays off, but Monday through Friday and Sunday, two hours at least every morning, my very uh, very first two hours of my morning, outside of doing some of the other things that I do with um, meditating and journaling and praying and stuff like that, my first two hours. So my creativity muscles are always being worked every single day, and I encourage you to do the same because that way your best idea, not only will it come at any given time, but you will listen to it, and there will be multiple great ideas. This is what living is i appreciate you guys tuning into every single episode thank you as always please leave a five-star written review on apple please leave a five-star rating on spotify you know i always say this to you guys it helps expand the awareness of the show it allows more people into our community to know about us to know about what we're doing here what i'm doing with this project called the niches you and that's important to me it's very mission driven i want more people i want more people just like you (laughs) to Trust yourself, trust your intuition, go after um, even the inkling of a calling that you feel, or especially not to feel alone, crazy, <laughs> misunderstood. You're understood here. You're not alone here. I appreciate you guys. If uh, you, for referencing any of the stuff that I'm talking about here in this podcast, whether it's the recommended reading list or the um, right design build workshop masterclass, I just actually added a couple of new cool things in there. Or uh, you're looking for the Clarity Workshop or the Goals Workshop. Those both are free. Please check out the show notes. They are in there. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As always. And until next episode, I'm out. All right. That's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in. And you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. 
Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.